ice cream sandwich. Hi, Zaddies. Welcome to the Ice Cream Sandwich Podcast. <laughs> I'm Wayne. I'm Alex Gray. And, and this is week three of quarantine. Wow. Three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. What a time. Uh, what a freaking time to be alive. <laughs> uh. Yikes. Um, how's it going? It's going great. I woke up just like seven hours ago. I woke up around noon. Um, so I haven't done much today. But how about you? Why, why did you get up so late today? I couldn't sleep. Oh, really? And then, I've been going to bed late, but then I couldn't sleep until like 6 a.m. What's been keeping you back? What's keeping you awake, girl? I don't know. I just keep watching TV. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been watching these days? The Office. Oof. I'm on season four. Wow. Everyone's watching it. Everyone. Honestly, like, I guess I shouldn't judge you because I've been kind of wanting to, I've been getting the itch to just like play video games despite not really playing video games, you know? Like I want to pick up you know, one of my old Pokemon games. Or before this whole quarantine situation, I really wanted to pick up uh, the Nintendo Switch and play um, the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon series. Do you know that series? No, it's I don't like, know video games. It's but. like a Pokemon series where instead of you being a trainer who like raises Pokemon to battle, you are like a human who like turns into a Pokemon and you go into this world where everyone's just Pokemon. So there's like a Pokemon who like runs a bank and it's another Pokemon that like, you know, runs like, um, I don't know, a storage facility for your items. And it's like really interesting, you know, and they're like rogue Pokemon who are like villains and like, there are rescuers and it's really it's like a little bit cutesy you know um but it sounds fun yeah but alas before the quarantine i did not have the money for the switch or the time and now i just i still don't have the money for it but i have the time <laughs> for it <laughs> you have less money but more time <laughs> well, all my friends are playing animal crossing too so which oh i never God, got everyone is I don't even understand what it is, but people love it. I know. Like, all I know is that you just go fishing, and, like, people, like, go crazy for that. People love to fish. What can we say? People gotta fish, but alas, wow. can't get it. Oh, well. So, what have you been doing instead of video games? Well, well, in terms of, like, watching stuff. So, I've been watching, like, a lot of YouTube. I've been doing a lot of research. Um... I've been watching, do you know, there's two YouTube comedians, one named Brian Jordan Alvarez. I think he's also starred as a character in Will and Grace every so often. And another uh-huh. one is called Michael Henry, and they're both, like, gay comedians. And I take it as research because I learn more and more about gay culture every time I watch one of their, you know, 30-second <laughs> videos. My favorite so far is Brian's uh, Evelina International Assassin video. And Michael Henry's I Can't Eat video. Wow. They're really good. Is that my homework? Yeah, you really should. I understand you better. I watched a video yesterday where it was, I think it was a BuzzFeed video or something, where it was like straight people try to guess gay slang. (laughs) And I just thought about you. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, Bussy? Bussy? 
what is that? Bus, bus, like is it about buses? Busty. Oh my god, yeah, that's me. And it's like, butt pussy, butt boy pussy. I just like don't get it. <laughs> what is it? It's like butt pussy, boy pussy. Oh. But how does it work? <laughs> I'm totally not wondering that. It's okay. Honestly, I probably only knew like two of the terms that they put in that video. So that's why I'm doing so much research. And then I've been working on music also, and I managed to write, um, like, I managed to compose the instrumentals for a song. So I decided to slap some lyrics on it. So I'm really proud of that. Wow. And I've cleaned a lot in my apartment. Um, and yeah. Nice. Did that sounds really productive. Painting. Yeah, I try to be productive and stuff, you know? Is the cafe still open? The cafe is still open, limited hours. I work there like two times a week. Okay. Yeah. It's not bad. Something. It's still something, I guess. Are people coming? Yeah, people surprisingly are coming. It's like great. Do they make you wear like masks and gloves? Nope. Oh, we have to wear gloves. But if we had to wear masks, if I had to cover up these beautiful, luscious, kissable lips, I'm not going in. <laughs> nope. I spent too much money on these lips, girl. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you got it, flaunt it. Even da, in these times. Da. I just like cut out can't a hide hole on the face mask just to show my lips. <laughs> I actually saw this mask that had like a clear plastic over so people who were deaf could read people's lips. Oh my God. But I guess also it could be used for beauty <laughs> purposes. <laughs> I mean, they have like designer face masks now. They basically, designers in high fashion appropriated, like, doctor culture. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's it's so silly. But have you been able to go out lately? Like, to the grocery store, to your local Rite Aid, to your drug dealer? Yeah, I went on Monday grocery shopping. Oh, my God. How was that? It was fine. Everyone was, like, super somber. Oh, really? Because, like, you have to wait in line outside of Trader Joe's. Oh. Like, six feet apart. And everyone was grumpy. And then they started playing Fergalicious. Oh, my and God. And then I started dancing. Oh and everyone God. was like, this bitch. Everyone's, like, so stressed <laughs> about going in. I'm like, Fergalicious death. <laughs> Fergalicious death. I was like, I have to get through this. So I'm going to be upbeat about it. Honestly, good on you, because all of them were just too busy simmering in their miserableness, and you were just out there living your best Fergie life. I respect that. Thank you. I mean, I'd be pissed off or embarrassed, or maybe both if I was with you, but you know, teach their own, because you and me are very different people. (laughs) And it'll ask them how the same, too. Yeah, so, and then I decided i was seeing my parents but now i'm just gonna see them outside six feet away because my dad had two cases at his nursing home oh my god yeah wow <laughs> so i was like mm, if they get sick i should probably take care of them so i'm gonna keep my six feet distance yeah apparently um in maryland i guess they've gotten more stricter with uh 
the stay-at-home orders or the social distancing um, stuff because before, I guess people just like didn't take it seriously and would still like get in really large groups all together all the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, one time one of my coworkers from the coffee shop came in. He's a pharmacist also. He came in. He was talking to my manager about um, the corona cases in the U.S. and how you know people are still doing things like handling cash and like going to the grocery store and like being very close to each other and stuff, you know. And she pulls up um, her laptop to like Google um, the coronavirus statistics and everything. And you know, I was looking over her shoulder. And I was like, huh, it's kind of funny how like the U.S. has more cases than. China, you know, who, which is where the coronavirus originated, um, and also they have a larger population than us. And he was like, my coworker was like, yeah, it's because we're not listening to, <laughs> to this, yeah. like, to the orders to quarantine people and stuff, you know. So yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like part of it is because we don't have any like strict laws or guidelines. Yeah. And another part of it is we're so obsessed with individualism that we're like, it's fine if I do it. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm still going to the grocery store and, like, you know, holla on the train and stuff. Not really, though. But, like, I'm doing what I can to stay distant from people, you know? Like, I still work at the coffee shop that handles, you know, being with the public and handling food and stuff. So I always take the scooters every time just to, like, minimize my exposure to people instead of taking the bus or something. Um, That's a good idea. Because your boy does not want to walk 50 miles to work at 6 in the morning. So, got to do something about it. Yeah. That's smart to take the scooters. But anyways, onto stuff not about the virus. Because people are here for the sense of escapism from reality. Wow. Let's escape. So, oh, I finished my painting. Oh, yeah, I saw. How'd that go? Did you cry? (laughs) No, but I also, it's, it's ruined me. Oh, really? <laughs> I need to send it. Is your artistic the box. I'm gonna send just, it like, tomorrow. shot? You better send it fast because, like, they might shut down the post office at some point soon, I feel. Yeah, I know. Um, my, I'm, I think, overall, it looks pretty good. For it looks, the, like, better than it did. For all the listeners did. who did not listen to last week's episode about um alex's baby painting how about you give him a quick <laughs> refresher about what this is all about oh i painted a baby date, time subject it was name a of the commission clients. and it's taken me a year and a half and i don't usually paint i usually make embroidery <laughs> <laughs> and also realism is not my thing so so i did the best i can do on this painting so if any of you are applying for jobs in this really shaky economy right now and you feel like you are not qualified for the job you are applying for just look at alex and be like huh if she can do it i can too Uh, i don't know well what did you think of the baby i thought it was okay you already said painting's not your strong suit. I'm just going to, like, give it to you. But you know what? They paid you, and th- they're going to get it. Yeah. Yep. So, that's that. Anything else? Anyway. <laughs> no, that's it. Alex! <laughs> I played to school. To work off of. That was cool. How about Connor? What has he been doing? He's been working. Oh, ew. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Going on some walks. Wow. Um, yeah, not a lot of great content. Nope. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, what can I think about to like shake this up a little bit? So, one thing I'm really grateful for was that before I had a moth infestation, um, it wasn't really an infestation. It was like every time I like went to my closet, there would be like eight moths that would fly out. And I said this in previous progress because there's this giant bag of rice, 25 pounds, in my kitchen that like I guess moths just love rice. So I found out that they were all about that, so I tossed the rice out and killed the remaining moths, and I don't have no more moths. And also before that, I had like you know one or two rogue mice who were harassing me the whole time. And Jeez. yeah, I hate mice. Any of you people who like deal with pests that are on a much worse scale than me, like I really feel for you because I just had like one or two of them, and they made me terrified. I would hear them just like skittering across, um, like the baseboards of my studio apartment at night, or like. I would see them like creep out from the stove and it was like the most traumatic thing in the world, you know? But I cleaned my stove the other day and I managed to finally take off the bowls covering the stove and just like leave the stoves alone because I'm trying to just make this place look like it is not part of like Bates Motel or something, you know? Like a psycho lives here. But um, talking about, speaking about psychos, apparently some people are totally okay with having vermin in their home. So I was talking to yeah. one of my coworkers uh, about this mouse problem, and he was like, "Yeah, like I had a mouse in my, you know, old place I used to live with other roommates too." And I was like, "Oh," he was like, "Yeah, we named him Hector," and I was like, "You named a pest Hector? You named a mouse Hector?" He goes, "Yeah, he was so cute," and I was like, "And like he just stayed with you?" And he was like, "Yeah." He'll just like pop into the kitchen, pop into my bedroom every so often, you know? Like he was so sweet. And then he like came back with family. <laughs> just like <laughs> That's a mouse. That's that's how the black plague happened. Well not with a mouse, but with a rat. It's because of you people being so lax about keeping vermin <laughs> and trespassers out of your home. <laughs> so awful. Naming Hector and Lydia at Rome free and having children. <laughs> Disgusting. It probably wasn't the same mouse every time. No, probably not. <laughs> but it's just like, and they leave like their little poop droplings all over the place. It's like awful. They're pretty cute though. No. Oh. I don't I care what. Cute. I don't care what Ratatouille says. Aw. What's a rat? <laughs> Rats, mice. Ugh, gross. Both the same. I used to have a pet rat, and I loved it. You had a pet rat. Yeah. You would. Same was Lucky. What was that? Me too. What was that like? I don't know. I was like in like second grade. So you didn't form consciousness in seventh, second grade yet? No, it was good. I like, <laughs> they're like nocturnal, so I didn't really do very much oh. with it. <laughs> My cousin in high school, she got um, a hamster and she didn't realize <laughs> it was nocturnal, so it would keep her up at night all the time. Oh no. And then one time it was pregnant somehow. Maybe she had two hands. No, I think she had one. But it was pregnant, I guess. And it what? gave birth. And she woke up to eating its children, like in the cage. 
ew. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Apparently they do that. Wow, that's disturbing. Yeah, I don't know about the sociology or the biology behind it, but like... Wow. Maybe someone in the hamster community <laughs> could figure this out for us while we sit here pondering <laughs> what led to it. <laughs> I know animals do that if they're in danger. Oh, really? They eat or their like children? They need, maybe not danger. Maybe like... There's a reason. Yeah, maybe because someone can tell us. Maybe like if nutrition and like food resources are scarce, maybe they just like eat their own. Yeah, but how many did it eat? I don't know. I wasn't there. Ugh. I know, right? Oh my God. Right? Probably traumatized for life. Right? I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> mind. If rather, rather her than me, you know? What? Did you ever have pets, Wayne? I had. So when I was younger, um,. We had these two Christian women. I think they're also Jehovah Witnesses. I can't tell. I don't remember. But they would come to my house. I don't know how they found out about my mom. Because my mom never goes outside. Besides going to the Asian supermarket. You know, downtown. But these two white ladies would show up at my mom's house. And try to like have Bible reading sessions with her. Did I ever tell you about this? No, I don't think so. They would so. come to my house because I knew my mom was, you know, an immigrant, an impure immigrant who needed to know the word of God. So they would Ooh. come over to our house, sit my mom down, and my mom was just like, I don't know why they're here, but like, I don't know how to tell them to leave. Oh, God. <laughs> so they would just sit her down and like recite, you know, stuff from the Bible with her. And it was like a good, probably like, two hours at least every so often I, we never knew when they came it was like unpredictable they probably showed up when we were like out of the house sometimes and you know i would sometimes get sucked into it because you know they all had these books and they were actually translated in vietnamese for my mom and they also had like a children's version you know where which you know had i guess passages or whatever from the bible and explains the whole like jesus story in a way that a child would understand it but joke's on them, because neither me and my mom could read at the time. And, <laughs> and I remember we were talking about it. I remember, and I hope I don't like offend any religious people who are like listening to this podcast, because we love you guys too. But um, I remember one time they were talking about like Jesus and stuff, and, and then they were talking about like the old stories, you know? And I was like, oh, like, ma'am, like, if Jesus is so old, like... How did he die? When did he die? Or something like that, you know? And the ladies just looked at me really gravely and they were like, Jesus is never dead. What? Jesus lives on in all of us. And I'm just like, I don't get it. Everything dies. But Yeah, he also dies in the story. <laughs> oh, then he comes back. But my mom, but the lady, one of the ladies had parakeets. And so she gave me two parakeets. One was like a greenish yellow color. Another one was like a, a teal blue color, like a turquoise color. Really pretty, really cute too. Love them. And I was like, oh, what do they eat? 
And the lady's like, oh, I like to feed them eggs. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I like scramble eggs for them yeah. and feed them eggs. And I'm just like, isn't that cannibalism? I mean, it's chickens versus parakeets, but still, this is really kind of bizarre. Um, but I had parakeets for a little while. They died. I had guinea pigs in high school for a little while because my mom got my brother a guinea pig because she got him everything. And I saw that that thing was going to die at the hands of my, what, seven-year-old brother? So I took it into my hands. And Aww. Yeah. And then I got a second one because I found out that guinea pigs are very social creatures. And, you know, if you own a guinea pig, you should have at least two of them so you could keep each other company. And so I went to the puppy center instead of adopting like I should have because I was, a, what, a freshman or sophomore year in high school. I went to the puppy center or one of those like pet stores, got a guinea pig, don't do this, always adopt, and got a guinea pig without my parents knowing, put it in a little cage and just like hooked it on like a handlebar of my bike and just what? biked all the way home, uphill. That thing was probably so terrified, but... Oh my God. <laughs> got it to my home safely, snuck into my bedroom without anyone knowing until my brother one day came into my bedroom and saw that I had two guinea pigs and read it out to my parents about it. Wow. Yep. That probably thought that guinea pig probably thought it was in hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they got really they got along really well together, so that's like the nice little part. What were their names? So the first one was named Gumbo. He was brown and white. And the second one was named Kaplan, uh, which was like a black and brown guinea pig. I think she's named Kaplan? after like Kaplan University or something, or like Kaplan, oh. Kaplan like law insurance or something. I don't really know anymore. Kaplan, I'm assuming you named Gumbo. Kaplan Hearing Center, Gumbo. Gumbo just, just, just felt right to me. It was like, I just like was looking into its blank eyes one day, and I just heard, my name is Gumbo. And I was like, I'm going to call you Gumbo from now on. Aww. Honestly, you know how people are like, you know, people, owners look like their pets sometimes, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's me with my guinea pigs. There's always this weird look of just like blank confusion. <laughs> they're always sleeping. They're not moving. They just eat. Yeah, they just eat all day. That's just me. Wow. And like they start walking around, but then they kind of stop. You can tell that they're kind of like, they kind of are thinking... Where am I going again? What am I doing? They just kind of stop. And then just keep moving again, you know? Or like they're chewing and eating. And then they just stop chewing. Because they almost have like a little like brain fart, you know? For a good like maybe three seconds. And they start chewing again. Because they realize that they're eating. And eating is very important for sustenance. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I don't know how guinea pigs survive in the wild. I remember when I was in high school, I had a friend who was from uh peru and she told me how when she was in peru uh she had like guinea pigs um i guess in her family's like property and she got to have like a pet guinea pig that she took care of and one day she couldn't find that guinea pig and so um one day at dinner you know her grandma's like making like food for her and she goes oh grandma like do you know where like my little like guinea pig like papas is pepitas and her grandma was like, oh, yeah, I cooked him. Yeah. He's right there. <laughs> Ooh. 
Yeah. What a time to be alive. They eat guinea pigs in Peru. Yep. Did there must be a ton of them there. Did your parents ever, like, throw you a fast one on you in terms of, like, food? Like, they ever, like, snuck something sneaky in you? No, I don't think so. Okay. My parents have done that. That happened to you? Yeah, so many times. Like, one time I was eating, like, soup one time. And my mom... And I, I like, got this thing. That, it, was, it felt like a little marble in my mouth. And I was like, Mom, what is this marble? And she was like, oh, it's a fish eye. Ew. And I, like, spat it out and just started crying. <laughs> or or in, and later in high school, I think this is also, like, a form of just, like, abuse in a way. But I decided to be vegetarian around um, end of middle school, all throughout high school, and most of college. Probably so, because they were feeding you weird <laughs> Yeah, so I was, I decided to be vegetarian because I was all about taking care of the animals. Um, and my mom would like serve me, um, I'm not sure what the word for it is, but it's almost like a, like a ground pork sort of, I guess. And then like cut it into slices and it's all salted and everything. It's really delicious. But she would cut it for me and put it in my food and everything for me to eat. And I'm like, mom, like, isn't this meat? And she goes, no, it's definitely not meat. It's definitely vegetarian. Like, I see monks eating it all the time. Like, they love the stuff. And I'm just like... Oh, my God. Okay, so I just kept eating it until I found out maybe, like, a year or two ago that it's not it's not vegetarian stuff. Oh, a year ago you found out? So... <laughs> Oh my god, it took so long to realize that. Are you still there? <laughs> yeah. I'm here. Okay, cool. What happened? You good? I don't know. Fought off a kidnapper? Yeah. I don't know what happened. So yeah, that's those are my pet stories. How about tell us about your Jeez. pets, Alex? It's probably a less traumatic experience than for me. Um I had a rat named frisky all my rats had stripper names for some reason frisky and lucky yeah <laughs> oh my god i'm frisky you're lucky <laughs> um and frisky like eventually became paralyzed and can only like twitch its foot <laughs> what <laughs> yeah i don't know what happened did you let them roam around the house or were they kept in cages or were they just kept in your room no i had a cage um yeah, like your guinea pigs. Wow. Yeah. And then after that one died, we went to go get another one in the um, like Petco or something. Yikes. And the guy was like showing us this rat that they had because they have rats to feed to snakes. Oh, <laughs> my that's God. That's what these ones were for. And so he's like, here, like, let me show you this one. And so he tries to take it out and it bites him. Oh, my and God. And he starts bleeding. <gasps> And then we were like, what the fuck? And then he's like, so do you guys want it? And my parents were like, no. <laughs> like, we don't want to give our daughter this like maniac <laughs> animal. Wow. Um, and then I always wanted a dog. And then eventually we got one. And then she died while we were on vacation. Yikes. And my mom was traumatized. And now I have Lola, my new dog. Wow. Well, my parents' dog, but. Wow. She's an angel. Your mom got over that really fast. No, she was just sad. I mean, this was also a very long time ago. Yeah. Probably like a year later, maybe a little less, she got a new dog. Yeah. People do that with dogs. They like, it dies and then they like 
get a new one right away and it feels very weird well it's kind of like dating you know it's like when people are like oh my god i just broke up with my boyfriend like we've been together for like 14 years it's it's like so hard lately and then next week it's like oh hey like how's it going oh i just like you know i just started seeing this new guy and like he's like really 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 amazing and it's like wow you bounced back really fast yeah i guess that's true it is pretty similar yeah but dogs have more personality just kidding uh debatable (laughs) i was like with the coronavirus they were like two dogs have died and i was like shit Uh, (laughs) i was like not the dogs like so many people I'm yeah like, i mean well, well there's like thousands of people <laughs> dying from corona wow good on you alex really really looking out for your own species huh yeah <laughs> seriously <laughs> so in terms of the coronavirus for the quarantine snacks i've really been enjoying lately um at the coffee shop there's one customer who comes in really often he always gives me candy so he's like a literal sugar daddy um, before he used, <laughs> he used to give me like bags of Jolly Ranchers, but lately he stepped up his game and he's given me um, M&Ms lately. And so my favorite quarantine snack is to get rice cakes, slather some peanut butter on it, and then dot M&Ms on it. It's like mm. so amazing. That sounds so good. So good. I should open up like a bakery. Wow. And just serve that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that. I love M&Ms. <laughs> I saw this, um, I follow this gluten-free, well, a lot of gluten-free Instagram people. Yeah. And they were like, the best gluten-free donuts. And I was like, oh my God, did they make these donuts at home? And then I look at it, I read it, and it's like, cut these apple slices and just circles and put fun toppings on your apples. And I was like, why would you lie to me like that? (laughs) It's nothing like the shape of a donut. What? If you just close your eyes and imagine, if you just believe really hard. Yeah. I was so mad. Like, yeah, chocolate on apples is good, but chocolate on donuts is better. (laughs) Do you miss donuts? Yeah. Well, I eat gluten-free donuts sometimes. I miss bagels more. Oh, really? bagels the more the longer it goes the more i forget the real taste yeah which is good huh what have you been eating for quarantine snacks um i what have i been eating i don't know i've been making like lots of curries and gluten-free bagels with like cream cheese and jam wow nothing really that like innovative wow love it Any yeah not i'm not like you i literally eat the you same have thing these every ideas. day i just have like rice chicken some some like vegetables i call it and then i call it quits it's like all over oh besides the rice cake and the m&ms idea that's genius and i'm gonna trademark that so no one can take that I'm sure no one's ever done it before. Because <laughs> I am a genius. I am an innovator. I am the next. Duh. I am the next Tesla. Oh my god! But for your stomach. Did you hear that Elon Musk tried to donate rice cakes? Um, 
No, he tried to donate respiratory machines or whatever they need for people. And he donated P- PPC machines, which are completely different. <laughs> it's for like a different problem. Yikes. <laughs> when you're rich but stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Well, did he order them or did he have like a secretary order them? Either way, <laughs> he paid a lot of money for like these like not that necessary machines. Ah, uh, Elon Musk. Gotta love him. What do you think him and Grimes are doing? But anyways, at the coffee shop, and this is something that's been on my mind lately because I'm... Because, like, as someone who's really gay uh, and who lives in a world with, like, straight people, I like to acknowledge that they're also bisexual people. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But that's the thing. Like, there are people out there who don't believe in bisexuality. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Like, and I... And I I see the line of reason, you know, like straight people are like, oh, like, they're actually gay, but they don't want to, like, I guess, go all the way yet. Or, like, there are people who are gay, but they want to stay in the closet and enjoy all the privileges that straight people do, you know, so they say they're bi and blah, 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 blah. But maybe think about that because recently I met someone, you know, who they were talking to. There's this old man, not an open mic, and they were telling me how, you know, his wife just divorced him for another woman after like years and years of marriage and I'm like yikes that sucks sorry fam but it just made me think you know because I was telling that to someone else the other day and she was like yeah like you know I had this one friend and like she dated a guy before but then she went to college and like she met a girl and they started dating and then like after college she's like dating and married to a guy now and it's just like it's so confusing and I was like well you know like, well, you know, Jan, like, there are bisexual people out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess it's really a uh, dull and dreary escapist episode of the Ice Cream Sandwich podcast. We will, dedi- we will dedicate it to the bi people out there because we love you and you deserve to be validated too. And I am really oh, yeah. annoyed that people are out there thinking you guys aren't real. It's, like, so hard for people to be like, oh, you can have sex with both <laughs> both yeah. genders or, like, multiple genders. They're like, like I love An insane guys. thought. I'm, like, so gay. But, like, I could tell you, girls are really pretty. So, like, if you want to get with that, like, I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I also get, like, like, it really kind of bothers me when people talk about how, like, bi people are always, I guess, really slutty or, like, you know, are prone to cheating with you because it's like that goes with anyone, whether they're straight or gay, you know? Yeah, definitely. So, I don't know. Like, I feel like bi people probably have it hard, you know? Because, like, I don't know. They probably got so much going for them. I saw, like, a TikTok that they're doing on YouTube because I guess they do, like, compilations of TikToks or something. And then I guess mm-hmm. it's one bi person and they were recording. I forgot what their username was. But they were like, if you're bisexual and you're not dating anyone, you're not bisexual. You're just by yourself. And I was like, wow, that's rough. <laughs> but that's true. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of the people who were like, 
bi or like queer at liberal arts school are like we're often people that were like kind of bi- like kind of curious yeah but like we're mostly dating like women dating men yeah and so it's kind of like yeah it's kind of I don't know interesting how like people feel that way but like sometimes don't have the opportunity to like play out those desires too yeah maybe they look at you know people who are bisexuals and to be honest I say this but I don't think I really know like any bisexuals in my close circle but to be honest I really don't know anyone my only friend is you um (laughs) 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 but um you know it's Maybe it's, like, when they see, like, a bisexual person, hear about a bisexual person, like, maybe it just, like, holds up a mirror to them and it kind of shows that maybe, like, their own personal demons or struggles, you know? And that's the thing. People always talk about, you know, sexuality being very fluid. And, like, for me, I feel very concrete in terms of, like, what I'm attracted to because, you know, like, I see a woman and it's just like, huh, they they can be really attractive and pretty and I appreciate that, but I'm not going to, like want to marry them or like get in bed with them you know like it's always been guys and but like like some people people are different from us you know and they could be someone who's i guess like more fluid in what they like you know and then on the other flip side there's just billions and billions of people out there in the world and to say that you're gonna just you know count out maybe half the population of like what billions billions of people it's like a big statement but like it could be true and also it might not be pertinent to everyone because it's just billions of people and everyone's different to diff- attracted to different things yeah or some people are just attracted to people yeah. regardless of what they got yeah yeah it's so dumb that people think that they can control what other people do and then there's people like, who are like attracted ugh. to like animals and people who are attracted to like inanimate objects and people who are attracted to like cartoons characters um for those people, we're not really sure if you're welcome into this podcast. Oh my god! But like, we're working on it, okay? <laughs> oh, oh Connor boy! Edit this out too. There's one of the motorcycle. Was it a motorcycle convention over there? Speaking of that, I have a I have a bone to pick with a lot of drivers out there, especially in the city. And I just ask, ask someone who has been quarantined themselves. You know, because, like, I love my home. Home, it's like that bunch of episodes where it's like, home is the safest place to be. Indoors is the safest place to be. That is my mantra. My happy space is at home. But, like, your boy sometimes needs to go outside and, like, get groceries or, like, go for a walk for some sunlight and stuff, you know? But, like, mm-hmm. every time I go out, it's like, I gotta pray to God because there's been multiple times where I almost have gotten hit by, you know, a driver who is not using their blinkers or is not stopping when the light's red or when the little white person is showing on the crosswalk sign. It's like real rough out there. I think driving standards should be raised in this city because this is kind of, or in this country, because it's kind of getting ridiculous. That's really sad. Right? Let's prioritize people walking. Right? Good for the environment, guys. Oh, well, what can you do? Yeah. I guess I'm not a biker. Those people are like really bold. They just Yo. like bike on this on the road. And I'm like, Jesus. 
I know. I feel like everyone who's a biker has been hit by a bike, a car, not a bike. Has been hit by another <laughs> bike. Can you imagine? They just push each other over. <laughs> <laughs> None of them have ever been hit by a car. It's all jealous <laughs> bikers. Or also people who like make their pipes really loud for no reason. It's like really. Oh, I know. Or, and oh. like just blast their car or their bike at Ugh. like 3 a.m. Is it really necessary? Hello? No, it's not. If you if that. you have a car or a bike like that, you have a small dick. <laughs> Seriously. So thank you for yeah. alerting all of us so that we could stay as far away from you as possible. No, you don't just have a small dick. You have a bad personality because like... Some people out there have small dicks, and like this space is all about body positivity. So, I take back what I said. That was very rude and considerate of me. Because small true. dicks, you get deep you can, easier. You can work with it for sure. Yeah. But if you got but a you small can't dick work with a loud car. And now, as I'm hearing, like the loudest car go by. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. How's your apartment situation who... been? Has your neighbors gotten better? Have you dealt with anything crazy yet? Um, just like lots of screaming in the middle of the night recently. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Are they screaming at each other or like to themselves? Like their children. <gasps> Do you ever get sleep paralysis? No. Oh my that's god, terrifying. I've never had sleep paralysis all either but like have you heard about it people like yes. see shadow people really oh, like oh it sounds terrible like these dark shadowy figures in their bedroom with like red glowing eyes and they can't wake up and they can't wake up or move to get away from it Jeez. yeah wow well i guess we're lucky we don't have that right yeah knock on wood <laughs> i mean it wouldn't really affect me because for all you guys who don't know i live in a tiny studio apartment overlooking a really busy street um, in case you haven't heard, like, the numerous sirens and car alarms that Connor can't edit out. But I sleep in my bedroom, cl- in my studio's closet. So I have, like, a little walk-in closet that's, you know, manages to fit a twin-size mattress fittingly, like a glove. So at night, I put on earbuds, both ears, slide into my walk-in closet, and close the door so I could actually get some sleep. Um, but... You know, since I sleep in a closet, it's really, really dark in there. So if shadow people are coming to visit me in my little closet, I could wake up from sleep paralysis and I would be able to see them. <laughs> <laughs> so jokes on you, shadow people. That's probably why oh they don't bother God. with me. <laughs> You're like a modern day Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Now everyone knows your secret right there's also a perk like if someone like breaks into my apartment uh and like starts robbing my stuff they wouldn't know that i'm hiding just in that closet ready to attack but i'm probably not because i'm probably just gonna be sleeping because there's been so many times when alex has called and i don't get the phone because i am sleeping (laughs) yeah your apartment will be ransacked and you'll come out and be like wait what (laughs) honestly with this quarantine despite working two days a week i am relapsing into my it's what i call my regular sleep schedule where i go to bed at 4 or 5 a.m and wake up afternoon 
because like wow. like yesterday I was just working on this song and it just felt really good to be working on something creative for once that so just like stayed up and next thing you know I figured I had to go to bed yeah well that's good that you can do that yeah. I've been doing it but I'm not if I wake up late I don't have a good day have you ever had like ghost experiences no have you no thank goodness because like this let me being very interested in like the paranormal stuff like i am terrified that sort of stuff also (laughs) but i used to live um in when i was a kid growing up i lived in a multi-family home so in the basement were like my aunts and uncles and cousins on the floor above the ground floor was my grandparents and one of my aunts and the floor above was me and my family and then we had an attic where sometimes someone would like occupy that space every so often but i found out that that house was apparently haunted because you know years (gasps) later after we moved um my parents have like their siblings come like my mom would have her siblings come over and like chat my aunts and uncles or like my grandparents would come over you know and they would tell us about how like um or i would overhear them talk about how like you know my mom would you know, my mom would wait for my dad to come home from work at night, so she would wait in, like, the bedroom, you know? And she would turn off the lights in the, like, kitchen in the hallway, and they would just turn right back on. And she'll go back out, you know, turn them off, go back in the room, they'll turn back on again. And she'll go out again, curse at the ghost, because, you know, Vietnamese people from, especially from the country, you know? Like, they are really paranoid of ghosts. Like, my parents never allowed human-like dolls in the house because they believed that dolls can be <gasps> possessed easier. Oh, my God. And then when they saw the Chucky movie, that just, like, riled them up. They were like, we're definitely not having... Like, they freaked out when my cousin brought home a Barbie. And... <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so, so my fun. mom would do that. And my grandma, apparently, she would keep a knife under her pillow, um, you know, because she would think that would ward off spirits. Until, like, I guess one night, there was a, an unseen force that would push her down on the bed. <laughs> and my mom and uncles would be joking, like, ha, 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 like, mom took that knife out. But, like, even that knife was not enough to protect her from that ghost that was harassing her in bed. Um, or, oh like, the one, that, or the, the one that really messed me up was how one time my parents were having a cookout in the summertime, you know, so they invited some family friends over. And one of the family friends had a maybe like six or seven year old son, really young. And he went to go use the bathroom, so he went down to the basement, which was the most creepy place in the world. He went down to the basement to use the bathroom down there. And he came up and mind you, these people like come came to the house maybe like two or three times a year. And he came up to his mom and was like, Mom, there's a little white girl in the basement. <gasps> And everyone's just no like, way. what? <laughs> Wait, re- that really happened? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Did they go look for it? Uh, no. They just were like, They're okay. They're just like, let's just not <laughs> go down nice. to the basement anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> and my mom, my mom, when I was younger growing up, I had this little necklace with a little Buddha on it. And... Yeah, I was always really annoyed, and I always would try to take it off, you know? And my mom was always like, don't take off the Buddha. And I'm like, why, mom? And she was like, because one night, I looked into your room, and I saw a ghost looking over you. 
and I couldn't help you. But you know, Buddha did. And I was like, you know what, mom? Sure. Oh my gosh. I don't know if she was telling the truth or like <laughs> if she was just seeing how far she could get away with making me do whatever she wants, but. Wow. And then one time. That's so wild. Once I grew up and we moved out, I was allowed to um, not wear that necklace anymore. But we watched the movie The Grudge when I was younger and that really fucked me up because when I moved into that new house, I was like paranoid that the grudge monster was also living in there. So it'll be like, I'll be in the bathroom, take you a whole scope. I'll just like stand there, not like the door, just in case, and just stand there for a good five minutes just to make sure the coast is clear before I could like, you know, do my business or shower. And it'll be literally be like, you know, day six. I'm still alive, but I don't know what the door in the ceiling leads to, but I don't want to know. Where? At your parents' at, at house? At my house that I grew up in the latter part uh, of my teenage years. My gosh. Yeah. Crazy stuff. I wonder if, like, believing in ghosts makes you more likely to see them or, like, believe to have seen them. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's rough because I feel like ghosts, people always talk about how ghosts and stuff feed on, like, f- negative emotions, like fear or anger. Oh. And so if you're really... Pert- so everyone's like in a good vibey mood all the time like they're just like not gonna show up you know um but to be honest i don't really know because you know you just hear about those ghost hunters uh shows or something they always catch this weird evp or like a weird like heat radar and there's always that one skeptic but i don't know whoever really knows i don't fuck with the stuff that i can't see yeah yeah, I don't know. I don't really put much thought into ghosts, but I never grew up with people like being afraid of that. So really? I don't know. Honestly, one of my biggest yeah. fears with like signing new leases is that I was going to end up moving into an apartment that was haunted. Oh my god! <laughs> because like there, there are like messed up stuff that happens here. You know, like there was yeah, a, an apartment building that was what two, three blocks away from me. Where, like, tenants complained to the property manager about a weird smell, and they found out that it was just, like, a decaying body for, like, a <gasps> month that was just there. Oh, God. Well, that's not a ghost. That's a, or, like, that's a or like, human body. Well, my coworkers at the yoga studio told me how she couldn't go to work because she saw one of her neighbors' like dead body in the building, and she was so traumatized that she needed, like, a couple days to recuperate. And I was like, that's not stuff that I need to, like, hear, you know? Like, I feel like if you let a dead body just sit in a physical place for too long, like, that spirit just, like, latches on, you know? Yeah. It's also, like that's good. so disturbing. Right? Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. That's hardcore. Yeah. Um, I guess we could ask our, our listeners if you've ever seen a ghost. Yeah, question of the day. Have you guys ever had any paranormal encounters? Let us know. If have pictures, even better. Or EVPs, that'd be great too. Is Connor Or there? even if you thought maybe, you saw Maybe one. he has stories. He works in a hotel. He's seen dead people, but not ghosts. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, also in the hotel you used to work at, it was like a 19th century mansion. Um, there, 
So, I know the housekeeping team, there's always like certain parts of the hotel, the housekeeping team was always really scared of um, working on by themselves. And there's one room, room seven in the hotel. Um, that one's the one that people say has the most activity, which is really interesting because that room was also the most expensive out of all hotel rooms, so you really get a bang for your buck, you know? So, that room costs $1,200 per night. It's the largest room in the whole hotel. Um, and it used to be, I think it used to be like a living room space for the family when they lived in that mansion. Um, but it's really big and beautiful and everything, but there's been two separate occasions when guests, two different guests, you know, would come in, different dates and everything, and they would wake up to seeing like ghost children, like in the room. <gasps> One time they would see ghost children in the living room, which was like separate from the bedroom. And another time they saw the other uh, guests saw the ghost children like around the foot of their bed oh my god and housekeepers always say that sometimes they pass by the room and they hear like children giggling while they're like passing <sighs> by the room behind the door despite no guests being in there because you know it costs 1200 bucks like there's not gonna be a lot of times when it gets rented out so it's just like wow oh my god right that's so crazy right yes also another one of my fears like i'm scared of Renting a haunted hotel room. <laughs> well, at least you're not stuck with it for a long time. <laughs> I don't have enough crystals and white sage to keep that stuff away from me. <laughs> oh my God. And I don't have money for an exorcist. <laughs> you sage every hotel room. <laughs> They're like, sir, it's the third time you've set the alarm off. <laughs> <laughs> for a little while, I was getting into burning sage, um, you know? Cause I, I like the smell and everything, and I like the whole idea of sage, of uh, like cleansing and purifying your space. Um, so I would sage my apartment, but then I found out my upstairs neighbor, um, her girlfriend, was allergic to sage apparently, so oh, I couldn't no. use it. But I think if your girlfriend is allergic to sage, which is supposed to purify and repel negative entities, I think your girlfriend's the problem. <laughs> oh my gosh. But now I burn other herbs. I burn like a lot of rosemary. I burn lavender. That's really nice. Chamomile. Sounds pleasant. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you could hear or if my microphone's picking this up, but there's like a crazy person outside right now who's like hollering. So if you guys oh, happen I thought it was to hear a dog. That, if you guys happen to hear that, I am so sorry. Wow. This is what I, I deal activity. with. Right? People are going crazy. Seriously. Have you had like any kind of interactions with your friends through like yeah i've watched movies with them and played a game oh really what game zoom it was like a drawing game Ooh, what was online. it like i need to get zoom game ideas from me and my friends um i don't know what it was called i'll, s I'll send it to you but it's like you you each like draw something and then Everyone has to guess and like write down what they think the name of the piece would be, or what like what you drew, yeah, what the title is, it's like and then you or have something? to kind of, and then you have to guess um. what it is, and it's it's pretty fun. Hmm. And if you draw a picture that they could guess correctly, do you get the point, or is it the person who guesses first gets the point? Um, I think it's if you guess correctly. Oh, okay. So for all you people who are looking for things to do for your little happy hour Zoom meetings with your BFFs, Alex has an idea for you. 
I don't remember the name, but I'll tell you next time. And you could probably get better probably still be just by Googling. <laughs> I don't know. Games you could play remotely with your friends. Are you also Netflixing remotely with people? I heard that's a thing. Um, No, we did it through like Google Meetup. Huh. Meeting. Huh. I don't know. Watched Harold and Maude. It was a it was a treat. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but you can do Netflix party, but then you can't video chat. It's just typing. Also, I can't imagine like, for me when I watch shows, my face is kind of deadpan unless if it's really funny and I like you know laugh or, um, if it's scary then I'll like of course be scared. But like usually I'm pretty deadpan when I'm watching stuff, you know. So like I feel like a whole video chat while you guys watch a show like are you guys like oh my god like i can't believe like she did that or oh my god i can't believe like this happened or or it's just like four people just silently watching the show together no we like wa- we like talk through it um. Use- I, w- I didn't think i'd like it but then it was like actually pretty fun yeah so yeah. i'm seeing my friends a lot more that's kind of fun yeah no, it's funny because, like, I've had my laptop for, I think, like, six years now, and I've never used a webcam on it. And so with this... Yeah, zo- I know, right? With the Zoom, like, stuff going on because of the quarantine, like, I mean, I still have been using my webcam on my laptop. I'm using my iPhone's camera instead because I look a lot better on my iPhone camera. Um, but there was really no point to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I feel that I never used my my um, camera either. Honestly, I keep so. my taped up in case like the government's like spying on me. Oh and I don't want them to leak my nudes because. <laughs> okay, can you tell me why everyone does that but like don't doesn't cover it up on your phone? I do it like ironically, to be honest. Oh, I feel like everyone did that, and now with phones, they're like, "Well, it's fine if they hear me and collect my data." And it's oh like, my god! Well. <laughs> I read something on Instagram where apparently someone like puts her social media accounts on private when she's asleep and then turns them back to public when she's awake <laughs> i'm just like why what, what? <laughs> that's a what lot level of, of anxiety is this <laughs> like she doesn't want people to search in the night <laughs> like if you follow me after 1 a.m it's bad but across the sea it'll be daytime when it's nighttime so like what is nighttime just keep it private then oh if you're God. so worried that's bizarre also i'm i realized i was playing with this velcro thing so um i'm sorry for the unintentional asmr because i don't like asmr i'm gonna be real with y'all i despise that stuff it's disgusting i hate it <laughs> it's literally the least appealing thing and all you people who like asmr are like broken oh my god you're like i'm so positive <laughs> so body positive and then you're like who said i was you're like you're fucked up (laughs) (laughs) i don't really know anything about it really but you know that's if you want to listen to stuff that's that's cool (laughs) oh my god live love live laugh love oh my god it's so aquarius for me it's like I i have misophonia which is like you get basically like small noises just like set off an anger response in you and one of my biggest um triggers is hearing people chew with their mouths full 
So, um, wow. or like drinking, like gulping and stuff. That like, it's so bad. Like when I was younger, I couldn't eat with my family at all because like I was overwhelmed by the sound of them chewing. Really? Yeah. And that oh happens even like now, like when I was in college, my friend, she was chewing really loudly and I actually like snapped at her and was like, can't you just chew more quietly? And she was so confused because usually I'm very like placid, you know? And I just got up and went to my bedroom, you know, just to close the door and turn music on really loud um it's really bad you know it's become pretty much like a deal breaker for like dating someone you know if i like go have lunch with someone and they're a big chewer or slurper i'm like it's off it's off wow i never knew that about you yeah it's really bad but asmr i guess there's another part of it because a lot of asmr is just like chewing or like tapping or like whispering i hate whispering into the microphone it's the worst i hate it so much (laughs) but um there's also that subdivision of, like, I think it's called mukbang, where people just eat, like, a lot of food. Oh. That's also disgusting. I don't want to like watch feeders? someone. Like, what? Like, feeders? I don't know what that is. It's like a, it's like a kink where you, like, feed someone or, like, they get as fat as possible. Honestly, I feel like that is a demographic mukbang is leaning towards because like for me i don't want to watch someone eat like 1600 pounds of food i want that for myself hello that's like disgusting that's too much why do people watch this stuff i don't get it i really don't get it that's we're not going to ask why you're into it because like the answer is you are broken (laughs) oh my god you are messed up and you need to find something else and also reevaluate your life and your preferences. Oh my goodness. It's like people don't, are into fisting. I think that don't is. Don't like, yuck people's yums. <laughs> you or do people you. Who eat in bed. What? People eat That's in bed. That's the best ever. Really? No, then you get like food in your bed. Your bed is there for sleep and sex. All right. Do you have a dining table? Yeah. Well, sometimes it's fun. It's like a fun treat. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm associating myself with someone who's so depraved. Sorry about it. Honestly, I was talking about this to one of my coworkers, and he was like, I do this all the time. It's for depressed bitches. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't do it all the time, but sometimes it's fun. Yeah. What is your favorite, like, eating in bed meal? Chocolate. Ooh. I mostly like doing it at hotels because it's like, I'm only going to be there for like a night. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when you stay at a hotel, all the rules just like fly out the window. (laughs) Yeah. I don't really do it in my house, right? Like, I did it in college, like Cheerios or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not very, like, I mean, I'm a clean person, but. That stuff doesn't bother me. Huh. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Speaking of eating. You gotta go have dinner, I'm, girl? I'm gonna go eat dinner. <laughs> so we're gonna ah, get, let our girl Alex time. go have dinner and feed herself. She might record a mukbang for you guys. No. Or you depraved souls out there. Um, but again, our question... One bowl of soup. <laughs> <laughs> you just slurber it really loudly for 45 minutes. Oh my god, pay me. I'll do it. But... <laughs> Again, our question for you guys is, have you guys ever had any 
ghost encounters or any paranormal experiences, please let us know. And we are signing off. Bye. Bye. Okay. I gotta, I gotta spill some tea, girl. No.